When day comes, we ask ourselves, where can we find light in this never-ending shade? The loss we carry, a sea we must wade. We've braved the belly of the beast. We've learned that quiet isn't always peace. And the norms and notions of what just is, isn't always just is. is, is. And yet the dawn is ours before we knew it. Somehow we do it. Somehow we've weathered and witnessed a nation that isn't broken, but simply unfinished. We, the successors of a country and a time where a skinny black girl descended from slaves and raised by a single mother can dream of becoming president only to find herself reciting for one. And yes, we are far from polished, far from pristine, but that doesn't mean we are striving to form a union that is perfect. perfect. We are striving to forge our union with purpose, to compose a country committed to all cultures, colors, characters, and conditions of man. And so we lift our gaze not to what stands between us, but what stands before us. before us. We close the divide because we know to put our future first. We must first put our differences aside. We lay down our arms so we can reach out our arms to one another. We seek harm to none and harmony for all. Let the globe, if nothing else, say this is true. Is true. That even as we grieved, we grew. That even as we hurt, we hoped. That even as we tired, we tried. That we'll forever be tied together, victorious. Not because we will never again know defeat, but because we will never again sow division. division. Scripture tells us to envision that everyone shall sit under their own vine and fig tree, and no one shall make them afraid. If we're to live up to our own time, then victory won't lie in the blade, but in all the bridges we've made. That is the promised glade, the hill we climb, if only we dare it. Because being American is more than a pride we inherit. It's the past we step into and how we repair it. We've seen a force that would shatter our nation rather than share it would destroy our country if it meant delaying democracy. And this effort very nearly succeeded. But while democracy can be periodically delayed, it can never be permanently defeated. In this truth, in this faith we trust, for while we have our eyes on the future, history has its eyes on us. This is the era of just redemption. We feared it at its inception. We did not feel prepared to be the heirs of such a terrifying hour, but within it, we found the power to author a new chapter, to offer hope and laughter to ourselves. So while once we asked, how could we possibly prevail over catastrophe? Now we assert, how could catastrophe possibly prevail over us? 
We will not march back to what was, but move to what shall be, a country that is bruised, but whole, benevolent, but bold, fierce, and free. We will not be turned around or interrupted by intimidation, because we know our inaction and inertia will be the inheritance of the next generation. Our blunders become their burdens, but one thing is certain. If we merge mercy with might and might with right, then love becomes our legacy and change our children's birthright. So let us leave behind a country better than the one we were left with every breath from my bronze pounded chest. We will raise this wounded world into a wondrous one. We will rise from the gold-limbed hills of the West. We will rise from the windswept Northeast where our forefathers first realized revolution. We will rise from the lake-rimmed cities of the Midwestern states. We will rise from the sun-baked South. We will rebuild reconcile and recover in every known nook of our nation in every corner called our country our people diverse and beautiful will emerge battered and beautiful when day comes we step out of the shade of flame and unafraid the new dawn blooms as we free it for there is always light if only we're brave enough to see it if only we're brave enough to be it be it be it
walking down the avenue Looking out for something new It's the right time to give it The right time to lose To begin again Maybe win again All I want is to talk to you Turn me on to something true I can't be with another Though I've been used, I won't leave again Help me to the end All I know is my, oh my, this kind of love Is taking me from my enemies Don't let the pressure get to me
first time, the community was confronted with Negroes in places where they had never been.
Jess Washington in Waco, Texas, in 1916. He was seriously mentally challenged. The wife of the farmer that he worked for was found dead. He was arrested. He was brought to trial. Trial took from 10 until 12. And when the jury came back at noon and found him guilty, someone in the courtroom screamed out, get that nigger and one of the worst and cruelest treatments of a human being began. Jess was kicked down out of the courthouse, down the back steps where a crowd of several hundred was waiting for him. They put a chain on his neck. There were 16,000 people crowding the street to watch this boy be tortured. Jess was tied to the chain over a branch of a tree the fire was started. They raised Jess from the fire up into the air so that the crowd could see him. There were cheers, like at a football game, cheering the torturers on. When Jess tried to climb up the chain, hand by hand, they cut his fingers off one by one so that all he could do was slap at the chain. They lowered him back down in the fire. A man came up and castrated him. Another man kept a pole so that he couldn't crawl out of the fire. And time and again, they pulled him up to keep him from dying so that the crowd could be satisfied. Until
what you're trying to ask is uh, why am I so insistent upon giving out to them that blackness, that black power, that black pushing them to identify with uh, 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 black culture. I think that's what you're asking. It's, it's, I have no choice over it in the first place. To me, we are the most beautiful creatures in the whole world. Black people, black people. I mean, and I mean that in every, every sense, uh, outside and inside. And to me, we have a culture that uh, is surpassed by, 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 by no other civilization, but we don't know anything about it. So again, I think I've said this before in the same interview, I think, uh, at some time before, my, my job is to somehow make them curious enough or persuade them by hook or crook to get more aware of themselves and where they came from and what they are into and what is already there just to bring it out. This is what compels me to compel them. And I will do it by whatever means necessary, 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 necessary,
why, I ask. Why do my people die, I ask. Why am I scared to check the news? Because when I do, I see innocent people are dead. Because we are black, I ask. No, no, no. The white police officer say, no, it's not that. But I thought he had a gun and he was doing illegal stuff, so I had to react, BS. You look at black people and assume we're dangerous, so racist. But who's the one crushing his windpipe in broad daylight? Oh, yeah. Officer Daniel Pantaleo. Are you stupid or are you deaf? Obviously, you're both, because when he said he couldn't breathe, he didn't think to give it a rest. And now, Eric Garner is dead a few weeks ago. I was so naive, I thought since slavery was over that we were all free, that it was time to stop fighting because our leaders like Malcolm X and Martin Luther King fought for our equality and we won the war. And because separate but equals appeals in 1954, but the war is not over. But a battle was won and now another has started. The deaths in Ferguson that leave us broken hearted like Michael Brown shot down August 9th, a boy who lost his rights as well as his own life. Two more days until his college education, but no. The white police officers had to take it. Thank you, Darren Wilson. I hope you can hear my sarcasm as well as my hatred. Taking away someone's life, something which is so sacred, yet the jury decided to let you off with no consequences because you didn't think about it and pulling the trigger only took a few seconds, only a few seconds before someone's life ended with a single bang. I don't get it. Now, I remember when we were three-fifths of the white man, but I also remember somebody saying at least we were more than half. Slaves were seen as property, not people. People who you can whip, slap, rape, and beat on. But now, today, it doesn't really take a master in chains to be a slave. My mom says, Aaliyah, in public, you have to watch the way you behave. And I didn't understand until she explained. People are always watching how the black person acts because black people are kind of like the circus. Touch my hair without permission on purpose because our hair is just so different. Now I know this is the journey and I know it takes a dream. I know that a dream is not only expressed by words, but also your actions. Look at a picture of my people and read the captions. Strong, hardworking, intelligent, beautiful, and unique. Look at my people, if strong is what you seek, don't associate light with classy. If we have personality, people are scared of us the way I'm scared of aliens because we are different. But I say black is beautiful as well as different. And there is no question about that.